This is the second of two episodes this week. As always, in the prior episode, we covered recent DAO news with our guest, Jakob. And now we're going to dive deeper into an interview with him. Welcome, Jakob. Hey, Adam. Thank you for having me. So tell us more about Panda. What what is Panda? What does it do? You mentioned engaging with entrepreneurs in Africa, but tell us more. So Pando, uh, for one, it, it got its name from the largest living organism, or at least the largest living organism at the time um, in the world. It's actually a colony of quaking aspens in uh, Utah. And it looks like it's a huge forest, but it's a, a huge root system that's all connected. And um, the name came about because Africa's tech ecosystem is in its infancy. It's really early, um, and and you know my friend Daniel, who's at uh, Wasoko, who's on our governance committee at Pando, um, he he had us all together in, in Zanzibar. He's he's been doing a lot of amazing work there, and one of the things he kept saying was, "None of us have made it," you know, and which is very refreshing to hear. You know, Daniel raised over a hundred million dollars from Tiger Tiger Global. Like, you know, a lot of people would look at him and be like, "Oh, you've made it. You're successful. You're, you know, you're a real entrepreneur." Um, and he's extremely humble. And uh, he has worked with the Ministry of Investment in Zanzibar, and that is one of the projects under Pando. Uh, it's our ability to be able to alleviate some of the stress and partner with governments on how to create more jobs, how to create more industry, how to bring more investment, um, how to how to maybe you know build startups uh, that are better fit to help the education system um, and help accomplish some of those goals, help with some of the healthcare solutions. There's a startup called M Pharma that is within Pando and um, M Pharma has you know hundreds of pharmacies across Africa. Um, that startup actually changes people's quality of life they uh they actually saved the country of gabon 30 percent on their procurement of uh drugs and and that is that's life-changing and and by having all these different founders in 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 that one community which is pando allows us to go to these governments and say hey like maybe we, there are some ways we can help you with some of the things that are on your plate um so that's what the silicon sounds of our project is the fund that we also are uh, working on right now and getting ready to raise for is uh, meant to just continue to make sure that there's capital for the next generation of entrepreneurs. Um, we as entrepreneurs ourselves have, you know, went through the lumps and bumps and and know that it's always great to have capital and it's even greater to have capital that knows what you're going through. Um, so, we're, you know, we're really targeting the early stage. And I think that there is a place for institutional investors um, I'm not saying that it's like, oh, founders are the best investors. That's, that's not necessarily what I'm saying. It's just more so that founders just understand better. That, that I think, is indisputable. Um, you just understand what that person's going through. You, you, you can't have that level of uh, like understanding if you've just never started a company and been an operator. And I think as you know, these companies get bigger and and you know they're a part of Pando, and they go to raise institutional money. I think that they'll continuously look back behind and try to also help founders coming up, and they'll also see the benefit of uh, the doors that the members of Pando can open to get that institutional money. You know, once you do hit that product market fit, and and you're like, hey, I need somebody that's going to help me run a board. I need someone that's going to help me access like 
different markets and, 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 and different type of partnerships and regulators. Um, that's really important too. So that's another project. And then uh, our third project is our carbon credit program. Um, so we have companies like Sun Culture, um, Apollo Agriculture, Synergy, um, that are all working in that space. Um, Synergy is, you know, let's say waste management for Africa with a very good uh, climate angle to it. Sun Culture does irrigation, solar powered, and uh, the founder Samir actually gave a TED talk on how hip hop can influence just the climate movement right now. And Eli from Apollo also works with smallholder farmers and, and agriculture. Um, and, and this is all the efforts that we think can help build a better full stack opportunity for carbon credits um, and also regenerative farming because they all work in that space. They also understand the irrigation and the solar needs in Africa. Cool. Awesome. All right. So um, let's talk about your experience building the Pando Dow. Um, what were some of the, or, or what was the biggest growing pain in the early stages of building your DAO and how did you address that? I think that I would bifurcate it. I'd say one is like the hygiene and just like setting up the, you know, Cayman Island structure, um, setting up the fund to make sure that it's separate, um, just doing all the things to say about board. And that's one thing. Um, but, uh, Wesson, you know, being a lawyer himself and knowing a lot of lawyers in this space that alleviated a lot of pressure on us. So I didn't actually experience that pain. Um, whereas on the other side is understanding the right balance of engagement within the community. Um, you have founders, like you have people that are busy running companies. Um, and you know, everybody's in multiple group chats and everybody's in multiple slacks and telegrams and discords and whatever you, you know, whatever you can think of. So how do you keep the engagement high and the information high without it becoming noise? Um, and that's just a fine balance that, you know, we're still learning and tweaking today. Um, and you're, and you're learning more and more about what your community is interested in. Like what are the things that they're going to want to, you know, dive in on and who's going to want to dive in on it? Like who's going to want to take the lead on things? Who's going to want to say, you know, Hey, I want to support someone on this project. Um, those are, those are all just like real fine tuning um, constantly. You're just sitting there listening. You're just kind of like, all right, like what are people saying? What do they need? Um, listening to people is, is the best way to do that. Yeah. Hmm. So how many people are in the DAO? Now we have a little bit over 70. Um, we're just uh, reviewing some other candidates that are coming in now. And I guess like there's different stages. You know, you if you fully minted your NFT, that is a full membership. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of people that are just not also Web3 like inclined. Um, so that's also like something that is a, a, a new experience. Um, getting to learn with others that are learning. Um, I think taking a step back, when you think about the Web3 world, there are some people that are just so well-versed in it that it can be intimidating to interact with them because you know even the shorthand is just kind of going over your head. Mm -hmm. So that's also been really, really cool. We have people that are like 100% Web3 native within Panda that are like their startups are pure Web3 on off-ramps for like, financial inclusion and you know they're they don't even use whatsapp they're just always in discord and so that's mm -hmm. like david from honeycoin um he's uh david from honeycoin is just pure web3 just like that and um and then there's 
other founders that are, you know, working in completely different spaces and we're all in the same community. And I think that that's really cool. That's awesome. Yep. So what about as the DAO developed, um, what have been some of the biggest challenges you've had more recently? I don't know. I don't think it's a challenge, but you know, now we have uh, people that are interested in investing directly into the DAO, um, interested in partnering other protocols, grant funding, and then um, people that want to invest directly into the fund. So I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I don't, I don't think it's fair to classify that as a challenge. Um, it's more of you know handling everything with care and taking the time to do things right. Maybe that could be considered a challenge um but i think that that is that is currently top of mind it's like there's so many good things happening let's make sure we take care of them properly and certain things you have to say no to because saying yes is very expensive um there's also that mindset um and you could see a lot of shiny really really cool things and you want to chase all of them but you also have to revert back to your why and the intention of like, what are we trying to accomplish? And like, what are the goals in front of us? And, you know, how can we move the needle here? And how does that actually make things better in Africa? Like having that mind, that mindset and like, you know, raising the fund, that means we have capital to deploy into African founders that we believe will solve Africa's problems and the world's problems and build organizations that create economic activity and jobs. Like that's real. That I know, right? So then like, I don't know if that would be a challenge to say like, oh, do we do that? Or do we do this other project? Or do we do both? And like, what is the consequence of trying to do both? Uh, the beauty of having a DAO is that you get to talk to other people. Like it's just, it's not all on your shoulder or all on you and your co-founder's shoulder. It's like all on you and this amazing team of amazing people that you can kind of just say, hey, can we mind melt on this? Like, uh, how do we decide what happens here? And I love that. I love kind of just hanging out with other people that are builders and, you know, really passionate about what they're doing. So do you find in Pando that founders or some other group of people really does act as leaders within the organization, even if there's no technical um, power they have over others? Or is the leadership really distributed amongst everyone involved? Um, I think right now there are a couple of people that um, are more so in action, execution, leadership roles. Um, but it's so early and the sample size is so small, like there's nothing that I can even like take from that, right? Um, you know, the fact that uh, somebody might be on a committee or somebody might be spearheading a project doesn't necessarily mean I think anything currently just because there's so many people that are like hey I'm trying to get my bearings or I'm running the startup and we're going through a round right now or I'm doing this and like I'm trying to expand um, and we've only been in existence for you know we've been in existence for less than a year so um, all those things it's kind of like it, you got to let it marinate a little bit and then, and then see what happens and then also make it easier and easier for people to interact. And I think we're learning that every day. Um, we are really lucky. We have a really, really great head of community. Her name is Nkechi. Uh, she works with me at Parity and she's also within Pando and she's phenomenal. She, she, she puts the effort in, she motivates the community. She keeps us up to date. Um, I think she, I would say if anybody's carrying the 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 work on their shoulders i would say it's and catchy um and yeah she's naturally taken to that leadership role and, and we're so proud and grateful to have her so what what does uh what does a head of community do in a dow what she's supposed to do would be like you know 
creating cool events and sharing articles and you know motivating people to interact and giving ideas to interact she does that and she does so many more things so she i would say she she's kind of hurting cats in there at times <laughs> like you know getting us to get our votes in on time uh, making sure you know our documents are submitted um you know scheduling meetings for different committees she's in multiple committee meetings um calendars almost like i would say COOing it like you know that's how i'd explain it um what you should really only have to focus on would be just making the community awesome and the experience amazing like that's really what you know i, I would say would be the, the the purpose of it but i would say it's more of a like head of community COO role. I think she, I think she does a lot more than, than just the title of like, kind of like getting everybody pumped for stuff. Yeah. And is that a full-time role or a part-time role? It's a part-time role. She does it cause she's the head of community at Parity and, you know, uh, Parity and uh, just wasn't in myself and Michael, our advisor. So Michael is, uh, He's a former chief strategy officer, Angelist. He, he's mentored me a lot. He advises us at Parity, and he's also connected the relationship between Origami, Orange, and Pando. There's a lot of us that were just at Parity helping get Pando off the ground. Um, Selman, our head of product, put a lot of work in there, and he's doing a, a hell of a lot of work at Parity, so we're grateful for that. And you know, Daniel from Masoko, you know, we've been in the ecosystem together for, for many years. Marvin Rays, he's, he's on our treasury committee. David, he's on our treasury committee. Um, Marvin and David are very, very Web3 native almost, I could say. So they help a lot. Um, Zach is a co-founder of GIA, which is a DeFi platform creating access to financial solutions. He's helped a lot on the treasury committee. Hector on our programs, the uh, She's a marketing guru. She's the CMO of Stitch, and she's helped a lot with getting some, some press and organization. Um, yeah, so the, I think honestly, the thing is that the tech ecosystem in Africa is really small, and 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 I'm coming in on almost a decade now uh, of being here. And like I said, I moved here after my investment banking island, so pretty much, you know, right when I became an adult, uh, and a lot of us did. So. We all just know each other because we took our lumps together. Greg is the co-founder of M Pharma. He's the one. I mean, his startup literally paid out $2.8 million in taxes to African uh, countries. And he employs thousands of people and he's saved a country a considerable amount on their drugs. And, and he, you know, he's a part of it. So you mentioned origami. Are you talking about origami, the DAO tool that's at joinorigami.com? Yes. Um, Matt. Cool. Uh, from Origami has helped us a lot. Oh, and shout out to Zug also from the Origami team. Um, we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to be here without them. Tell me more about Origami. One of the questions I always have for people on the show is what their favorite DAO tools are. It sounds like Origami is mm. probably one of yours. Ah, I would say they are. They are our favorite. Um, they're an operating system for DAOs. That's how I'd explain it. Uh, why do I think that they are our favorites? Um, very responsive. They care. Um, they understand the mission. They've seen it from the beginning. They've, they've kind of, you know, I mean, they went over, over and beyond for it. Um, Zug has flown here to Kenya from Brazil. Um, when I was in Brazil, Matt from the origami team hosted me, um, helped us get a lot uh, of, of work done at the time. He actually 
um, also helped us understand the product roadmap for origami, which, you know, I was able to, you know, share some of that with the Pando people so we could give them feedback. And, and it's really cool to see them implementing that. And yeah, I, I think that they're, what they're doing is bringing down the friction. They're, they're bringing down the friction of, of how to launch a DAO. Um, and they're also creating institutional knowledge behind it. Um, and that's really exciting. And it's just really helpful. You know, there's so many things to solve for. It's nice when someone is able to take some stuff off your plate. And that's a, a tech platform, right? That um, handles voting and communications and that kind of thing. I think it's going to be much, much more than that. Um, yeah, knock on wood. Yep, cool. What about uh, any favorite DAOs that you'd recommend people check out other than Pando? Yeah, I really like Orange. Um, I like how they operate and I like how they also have, they seem to have understand their balance um, because I think it's the one that we look at the most because it is so founder focused and it depends on the background of your DAO. Like who, who's, what's the makeup of your DAO? If your DAO is full of founders, then like founders behave very, <laughs> founders behave very differently than a lot of people. Um, and their profiles are very different from a lot of people. So Orange, I think does a good it is just so far ahead of us in that space. And they can kind of show you like, Hey, here's what you can expect um, of like even your usage from the different uh, people in your DAO um, and, and how to correlate that to the stage of their company, what they're going to have time for, et cetera. So yeah, that'd be my favorite. Cool. Orange DAO. Awesome. All right. Well, Jakob, it's been awesome having you on the show. Um, where can people find you and your projects on the web and on social? Um, you can find me on Twitter, just my name, Jakob Rahane. You can find us at pando.xyz. Um, you can also find Pando on Twitter. Um, you'll see us because we'll have that little tree. And yeah, uh, shoot us a message. We, we love to interact and, and love to hear more from you all. It's been great having you. And you can find me on Twitter at 0xthriller or MyDAO is at MyDAODS. That's M-I-D-A-O-D-S. Uh, on Twitter or mydoubt.org. Uh, please consider liking the show or leaving us a review or a rating. Um, and again, uh, oh, one quick note, Dow Denver is coming up in about a month at ETH. I really recommend people check out Dow Denver if you're into DAOs. It's two or three days of just Dow content, um, Dow parties, Dow networking, just Dow, Dow, Dow. It's so much fun. Um, so hope to see you there. And are you thinking about starting a Dow? Just doubt it. Just Dow It is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Just Dow It does not contain any legal or financial advice. My Dow also does not provide legal or financial advice, and nor does your host, yours truly. <laughs>